Hey there, welcome to another episode of Takas and Tattoos. Today I want to share with you a extremely valuable lesson that I believe that every woman should understand. And this comes from a lot of, I don't like to use failed, but a lot of came and gone relationships. I have always came into relationships believing that I wanted to make the relationship absolutely the best that I possibly could. I didn't want to settle for a good relationship. I wanted to make one that was incredible. I wanted to have a incredible life and I wanted to do amazing, incredible things with somebody else. And so when I would get in relationships with people and I could see so much potential in them. I could see the potential in the relationship. And I would, for the first probably like six months, just like put everything into it and strive so hard. And then I would start to burn out, right? And I would look back and be like, I look at them and be like, well, why aren't you doing these things? Like, don't you want this too? And they would be like, oh, yeah. They would say that, you know, yeah, I do, I do. But their actions never matched it. And... I would start to feel resentful and then I would start to feel unloved and one day I came across a book I don't remember which book it is but I remember this came from a book Um, and it was that a person can only love and understand you to the depth in which they can love and understand themselves and this is so hard for us that are independent and ambitious to understand because we ourselves we are so amazing we put so much energy into things and then when we see partners as their potential and we're like why are you not striving for your potential i'm doing that so why aren't you doing that we begin to see that relationships are a mirror of ourselves so when we look at them we see what we see in ourselves we see the potential and we think we're seeing it in them, but we're seeing it in ourselves. And we're stri- we're trying to strive for reaching our potential in ourselves, but we reflect that back onto our partner and we project that back onto our partner. And so when we get in a relationship with someone and we unconsciously choose someone that is not actively working at the same level that you are, but you can't see it in the beginning, right? So you end up seeing it later. And this is when all the disappointment comes in. And this has been the hardest lesson for me to learn. Because when I look back at everything, I can see the first partner, the one in my early 20s, my fiance. He was so incredible and so amazing. And then from there, I swung to the other side. And I was like, well, I remember. I remember I clipped out of a magazine. It said, I'm, it says, do big things. That's what it was. Do big things. And I was like, I'm going to do something big. And so from that moment of being out of that relationship, I was like, I'm going to do big things. And so when I chose partners, I was like, oh, you look like someone that can do big things, but they weren't actually doing big things currently. And then when I come and I try to communicate with them and try to strive with them, they were always just wanted to stay at the the place that they were when I met them. And that was so frustrating for me because I wanted to be more and I wanted to be bigger and I wanted to do these big things. 
And then when it came to communication, some of the partners, like one of my boyfriends from early last year, he really struggled with communication. And he would say he loved me. He'd say that, oh, I feel like we were together in another life. And I feel like we were soulmates and blah, 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 right? All the things. And really, he just wasn't able to love me at the level that he said he was. He had so many things going on internally. And he didn't know himself well enough to be able to know me because I always felt in that relationship unseen, unheard, unappreciated. And I was like, you say you want to do all these things for me, but then your actions aren't matching your words. And I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why someone could say they wanted that, but they weren't actually doing it because that was a mismatch of values of myself. But it was because they could only understand me to the level in which they understood themselves. If they don't understand themselves at a on a deep level, how can they understand somebody else at a deep level? Right? If they don't love themselves, they're always going to be projecting that insecurity onto you. And so it's not just about choosing partners. It's about working on yourself and knowing yourself and loving yourself because you cannot get into a relationship with someone else and be like, oh yeah, I love myself. But you really haven't developed that skill. It is a skill. And so when you get into that relationship and things come up that trigger insecurities and you project those onto your partner, it's because you don't have the knowledge and security and love within yourself deep enough to be able to hold that space in a relationship for your partner. So you have to be working on yourself in your own mind, in your own health, to be able to come to that relationship with the depth that you want from the relationship. That's the other part of this. The other part is, is you can't say, oh, I want a deep and loving and like whatever relationship, but you're not working on being that yourself. There's another, oh my gosh, what is his name? He's like a British guy. He kind of looks like Daniel Radcliffe from um, Harry Potter. Um, what is his name? I don't remember. But he speaks a lot on relationships and he said that, he, he said, what you need to do is outline, like really outline and imagine the type of partner that you want to have and then be that yourself. Because if you're at that vibration, you'll naturally attract it. But also when you're in the relationship with that person who is that thing, you won't sabotage it. Because I've heard a lot of women say, oh, well... I have some clients that are in their 40s, 50s, and they get on the dating apps, and they're like, well, all these guys are a little bit out of shape, right? They have the beer gut or whatever. And I said, well, why don't you go to the gym and focus on your own fitness and then look and then look at the guys in the gym and I bet some of them are going to be available. So you'll naturally attract them because you're in the gym working on yourself and if they're working on themselves, they'll be attracted to a woman who's working on herself. And yes, there are there are plenty of examples of, you know, I'm not saying you have to go get super fit and whatever, but you just have to be interested in those things because if if you get in a relationship with a guy who is fit and healthy and you are not yourself, 
and he, you, he goes to the gym, he's around all these attractive women, and you're not working on being secure in yourself, you will project that insecurity on him. And you will start tearing down how sexy he is because of you, you're like worried other women are going to look at him and you're going to tear down the thing that you like the most about him. This is the same thing. Guys do this a lot. It's more traditional with guys doing it to women because they were attracted to that woman in the beginning because of her beauty and her youth and her vibrancy and how she took care of herself. And then when they're in the relationship and they have her, they start tearing her down. Oh, you're where that other guys are going to look at you. Like, why do you have to get so much attention? It's based on their own insecurities. And so soon enough, months, years go by, and she no longer is that vibrant, beautiful person. She quit trying. It was because he was tearing her down the whole time. And it made it feel icky for her to be beautiful and shine like that. So it, it, it's the same in all aspects of the relationship, whether it be financial, whether it be the, the personality, the social, the, the social aspect. If you dated someone, you love them because they were very outgoing and now you feel threatened by that because you yourself is insecure and don't love yourself enough to be stable in that way, you will tear them down to the point that they don't feel like themselves anymore and it will sabotage the relationship. So remember, as you go out there, a person, you yourself, not just the person you're attracting, a person can only love and understand to the depth in which they can love and understand themselves. So if you do not love and understand yourself on a deep enough level that you want to, you need to be working on that. But you also need to be looking for a partner that is working on knowing themselves at a deeper level as well as loving themselves. And this all sounds like to so many people, this all sounds so egotistical and selfish, but love actually is selfish. You need to be selfish in love in order for love to be stable because love requires two people that know their boundaries, that know their worth, that love themselves, that are secure in all aspects of their life. No, they don't have to be perfect, but they need to be secure in many, many things so they don't bring all that insecurity into the relationship and then they choose to be together. That is healthy love. So I'll leave you with that. Go out, love yourself to a depth in which you've never known before and you will naturally attract aligned love. Are you an ambitious and independent woman who's ready to start attracting your aligned masculine partner but have struggled with settling in the past? Join the free masterclass to start attracting him in less than 30 days by tapping into a hidden feminine superpower that you already have. Go to girlstopcrying.com to sign up.